Well, it's another day, and it's another loss. <laughs> 14, 14, 14 in a row. Anybody? Anybody still positive? Hello? We'll talk about that game last night. We'll also evaluate Phil Nevin after his first two games. And John and I are going to hold the Angels accountable to this losing streak. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. The real fans, the real fans are here. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Those listening on the audio side, we appreciate you so much. You can rate and review the pod. Helps people find it. And if you're watching on the video side, you can subscribe. Click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. What's going on? Thanks for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels. You've got the Frisch Brothers, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike. And that's my brother, John. Mike, we set a new franchise <laughs> record. <laughs> Careful, don't, don't, don't get copyrighted. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> listen, listen, 14 losses in a row, a new single season record for the Halos. Just when you Woo! thought they couldn't do anything magnificent they went and did this how Here, about give that? me give me a high five across the screen on, on youtube there all right <laughs> hey you know yesterday you said you know that that game yesterday um the day before yesterday was you know there's a lot of positives from that and so i have a question for you john you still positive dude <laughs> hey, hey uh i blame nickelback that's who i blame it's their fault look at this angel team <laughs> <laughs> they really want to make me scream. Hey! hey! <laughs> Another loss. One nothing. They couldn't score one run, Michael. And that's because Mike Trout was out of the lineup. Yeah. Jared Walsh couldn't hit anything. This triple A team, the triple A <laughs> Angels, yes. yeah. could do anything. I said on our lockdown now that this was our uh, villain origin story. We are slowly becoming <laughs> yeah. jokers. And I think that we should change our name from the Angels to the Devils because this is how it begins. This is this is Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. We're Joaquin Phoenix right now. Well, send in the clowns then, because <laughs> yeah. it feels like we're in the circus right now. We're in, the, <laughs> we are in hell or something like that, man. I'll tell you, Detmer's. I was excited about him on the mound, but it's Detmer's Day. You got to be excited about <sighs> Detmer's Day. But when you go four and four and a third. He wasn't bad. Did, am I am I wrong? He wasn't bad. He wasn't. Why Mike. Did, he had traffic because the Red Sox have dinky donuts in their bats, and they just dinky do us to death. They get these exit velocities of like sixty-seven miles per hour, and then yeah. Jackie Bradley Jr. gets on base, and then Brandon Marsh rips two to left field the opposite way over a hundred miles an hour, and there's Jackie Bradley Jr. again catching a flyout. Yeah, <laughs> just a casual flyout, and it's just ridiculous. Like how unlucky we can be. I know that the team needs to play better, but just when it comes to offense, it's like Brandon Marsh had great approaches to, at the plate, and they're just casual pop-ups, casual flyouts, and just nothing is working right now. You know what stat that they can launch into the sun? They can What's launch that? the expected batting average That's stat what I'm into saying. the sun. Yeah. Because I, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I like the analytics, and I know that there are some things that have helped teams to be better because of the analytics, but I hate that stupid stat because that means <laughs> all it means is that you hit the ball hard and this is what it should have done, but yeah. it didn't do that, right? Like, and, and the Red Sox, they're good. 
and they have found a way to win. They have found a way. They found the holes. They have found a way to hit us. Found, found and, the donut holes. Well, and that's fine. Like that's what good teams do. And maybe it's because we are a bit unlucky. But also, I'll tell you, the the two errors that we had last night mm-hmm. just remind me of this team last year and the year before. Yeah. All of our bad habits are back, right? Like yeah. our our bad defense is back. We're mm-hmm. running into each other. I get that Joe Adele made the catch in right field, but Jack Mayfield run, ran into him, and yeah. and then we're just. We're just not the same team. Like this doesn't have the same energy. It hasn't doesn't have the same excitement. It doesn't no. have the same vibe. Doesn't have the same culture. The team that we were watching at the beginning of the year before Jeff Passan tweeted about us was a really really good team. And <laughs> Jeff Passan cursed us. <laughs> it's his fault. It's his fault. I'm blaming him. Right. I mean, we have guys like Ben Verlander that are cheering for us and rooting for us. Even our friends at like Locked On A's are cheering for us and yeah. rooting for us. No kidding. And and I'll tell you, this is just, it's hard to watch, man. And we are, we're not a contender. We could have been a contender. A contender. But we are a spoiler and we're not even spoiling anything right now. Yeah, like, no, not at all. It's just awful, 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 awful. Yeah, it was an interesting day because uh, it was the second game of Phil Nevin's managerial career. We're actually going to break that down a little bit later, but... Man, you just really feel the missing bats of Taylor Ward and Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout. It's not the same team, and it's even not the same defense. I mean, Rendon went down before this losing streak, and you can tell because the defense has not been the same since he's been gone. I know that we tout Velasquez as being a great defender at short, but even he's kind of slipped up a little bit. Uh, Tyler Wade is frustrating, and Renjifo's serviceable but tonight it was uh, last night it was Jack Mayfield because Renhifo went on paternity leave and he may field he may not is what we always say yeah and uh, <laughs> and last night was an example of don't let the right fielder get that ball don't get in the way right <laughs> so I just I don't know man it's just a frustrating uh string of events and even the hits that the angels could string together they didn't bring anybody home there's right. tons of left on base uh runners and everything so Man, I just, they can't catch a break. When are we going to catch a break? <laughs> to quote <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. like us? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this, you and I have talked about like what the Angels need to do in order to, if they're going to make those really difficult decisions. Here's the thing that I think everybody can agree on. Mm-hmm. The depth on this team sucks. Like it's, it's non- terrible. Non-existent. No, yeah. there isn't depth at all. And we've talked about bringing up some guys, but then Stefanik goes on the IL because right. we're cursed, right? Right. And so, I mean, if we bring up those guys, who knows what they're going to do? Um, I think Joe Adele is an example of what they would probably do. Mm-hmm. Joe looks a little bit better in the major yeah. leagues. He's yeah. improved a little bit. But even that ball to right field... It's Joe's call. He's mm-hmm. got to call off the He's second baseman. He's got to tell so, Jack Mayfield to get yeah, out of so, the way. So yeah, so Jack's running to try to make the catch. So yeah. that's the reason why they ran into each other. It just feels like a bunch of feels like a bunch of kids playing ball. And, What's that and, song that get, plays all the time during this stuff? Like a montage, like that's what it feels like. Just set that music over the yeah the angels right now. I think that's like the old Rowan and Martin TV show theme from like years ago. Nice poll. That was a that was a dad poll right there. No, it's it's an internet meme. I'm hip. I'm fresh. Okay. We're gonna get copyrighted for that because you hit every note. That was that's right. That's right. Listen, Otani's on the mound today, and I guess. I guess uh, he gives us a shot. <laughs> he beat he beat Boston last time. No yeah. one runs. Yeah, wasn't that the uh, 
Wasn't that the game where he like had a lot of swings and misses? Not the twenty nine swings and misses, but he he looked really good against it was something Boston. like that. Yeah, he looked yeah. really good against them. But that was the old Boston. This is the new Boston. Uh, check out the new Boston, same as the old Boston, uh, to quote uh, 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 the Who there. So um, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, I am uh, having a tough time. I'm watching the comments on YouTube, and and there was one new listener who is brand new to Angel Fandom. And they said, oh, I'm so sorry. And, and, and they said, yeah, I'm brand new, and I just found the podcast, and this is really exciting. Thanks for staying positive. Can I just say, it's usually not like this. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about this season. It's, it's, it's normally not this hard to be an Angel fan. Usually we stink from the beginning, so it's fine. <laughs> you kind of have, have an understanding of where the season's going early on and and they gave us so much hope we got buttercup in fact somebody on twitter said that nickelback needs to do a cover of buttercup for us just for us and then all the angels can walk up to that song in today's game well coming up on locked on angels john and i are gonna hold each person accountable for this losing streak because it wasn't just joe madden's fault and last night's game is an example of that. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Yes, it is. Built Bar has a new bar that you're going to love. The Caramel Brownie Bars are now available at Built.com. So forget about dessert. These are better than dessert and healthier, too. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, so you'll feel full, and only four grams of sugar. All Caramel Brownie Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and with built you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy because you can have both all of the built bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits with built tasty is the new healthy go to built.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars right now and when you do make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com today. We appreciate everybody watching and everybody listening and making this your first listen or your first watch of the day. We do have an important favor to ask of you. We've put together a survey so that we can learn more about listeners like you to make your favorite podcasts even better, like maybe hoping that your team actually wins. Uh, This opportunity will give you an opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. You can go see the new Maverick movie. That's really, really good. Uh, and, and to take the survey, just go to LockedOnPodcast.com survey, and thanks for all your help. Okay, Mike, like you said, we can't put all the blame on Joe Madden, and that's because Phil Nevin is now here. He's going to be the interim manager through the end of the year, and this was game two for Phil Nevin. So we want to examine his first game, examine his second game, and see if there's a difference in how he manages versus Joe Madden. We know it's a small sample size, but you and I have said that this team can no longer win with Joe Madden at the helm, and I still contend that I think that we should have some hope because now we have this team in different hands. So let's take a look at game 
one. I really liked, and we've mentioned this before, we mentioned on yesterday's pod, mm-hmm. I really liked what happened in his interaction with Suarez. I yeah. liked that he came out, he interacted with him. I think Suarez thought he was going to get taken out of that game. <laughs> yeah. and, and you just saw them get fired up. And then when he walked off the mound, Walsh gave him a little butt smack, and, and he went out there and <laughs> struck out Trevor's story. And we saw yeah. fire from Jose Suarez, which... I love. And then he got a hug in the dugout from Phil Nevin. And I think that Suarez appreciated the vote of confidence. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, as a fan, I really loved that move. I did too. And it seemed like a lot of fans on social media also agreed with us in terms of loving that move because it fired up Jose Suarez. Like I mentioned yesterday, that's the most emotion I've ever seen out of Jose Suarez when he got that final strikeout and just gave the fist pump and and probably said a bunch of curse words in Spanish uh, because that's what it looked (laughs) like. Uh, But he was fired up, and I think it fired up that dugout too. And that's the thing is we had a lead at that point, Mm -hmm. and we had a lead until we got Dinky Dude when Ryan Tapero was in, and you saw how frustrated he was. But it's a move like that that's going to give your team a vote of confidence. It's a move like that that's going to keep the fire stoked in this team. Now, looking at game two – there wasn't a lot to get excited about, right? No. I think it was a really frustrating game. They just couldn't score. They couldn't get any runs, couldn't string together any hits, and that's frustrating. But I think if you look at game one of Nevin's managerial career, that's a good example and a good template for how he should handle this team. They're young. They're excitable. They really need confidence from their manager and their coaches, and I think that he can be a guy to give that to him. There's been a lot of clips of Phil Nevin going around and one of them was uh, during the ALCS between the Yankees and the Astros, and they were accusing the Astros of stealing signs through like a whistling noise or something like that. Uh-huh. And Nevin says, bring your batting coach over here. I'll kick his butt too. He didn't say butt, <laughs> but he just, it was, oh, it was awesome. And yeah. so it's like, okay, that's that's the guy that we have. I mean, yeah. I know that that is not, you got to have a cool head at times, but after California Cool Joe for the last uh, couple months, I'm excited that we have somebody with some fire in this dugout. How about last night's game compared to game one? What I didn't like, and I get that we didn't have any offense, but what I didn't like is Detmers being removed in the fourth. That felt yeah. very Joe Madden-esque, and then sure. Bradley coming in and then getting removed in the next inning. How come he's not mm. continuing to pitch? And, and again, mm. The offense didn't come through, so really none of those moves were really impactful, Mm -hmm. and it didn't mess us up. But I think that this is a moment. You've lost 13 in a row at that point. Let Reed go figure it out, man. Mm. Let him figure it out just like you let Jose figure it out. He needed two more outs. He had a runner, I think, at second and third. Let him figure it out. He's Reed Mm. Detmers. He's going to be an ace. He's going to be strong for you, and he's going to need to be able to manage those moments and Mm -hmm. get through those moments in the future. So... Why not do it right now? Like, it doesn't matter. You've lost so many games in a row. Let them figure it out. That's interesting because I wonder, I mean, these guys are obviously desperate to get out of this losing streak. And I kind of wonder if the pressure of that was behind that decision. Because the night before, you had two outs with one on with Jose Suarez. And you trusted him to get out of the inning, and he did. But then you have Reed Detmers with uh, two outs left. Only one out, so two outs left with runners on second and third, and you're in a desperate position to win, I understand what you're saying. Like, let them figure it out. But to me, those two situations kind of warrant the different responses. And I think, like I said, I think they're just so desperate to win that it was like, hey, let's make a move right here. One thing I will say is that I do appreciate 
other than getting Reed Detmers out of there and Archie Bradley coming in. Uh, and he did this in game one too. Letting relief pitchers have a clean inning. I think that makes all the difference in the world for some of these guys. Yeah, I. it's hard to evaluate because <laughs> taking over a team for one is is difficult to do especially yeah. mid-season right it's not that hard <laughs> I'm like, you've done it in the show right um and <laughs> but 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 two when it's a losing streak and you're trying to end the losing streak I, I did feel like in last night's game Phil was managing more for we we got to get a win because we yeah. got to get rid of this losing streak yeah he's not managing for we're gonna win and the best mm. move is to keep my my pitcher in so it's really hard to evaluate him which is why I think uh, some words of wisdom that I would give Phil Mm -hmm. all my experience as a pastor um, (laughs) words of wisdom (laughs) would be don't just don't fall into the same patterns as Joe did before trust your guys fire them up I've talked often on this pod and on our previous pod the Super Halo Bros about how I thought Darren Erstad would be somebody just because mm-hmm. I thought Erstad would be a fire starter for us. Yeah. Uh, maybe not last for more than three or four years because that can get <laughs> annoying, right? Well, what a three or four years it would be. Yeah, and I think that Phil has some of those qualities and characteristics because he is screaming across the other dugout and he's like, let's <laughs> rumble, right? Uh, I think that that is, 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 is really, <laughs> that's really good. I, I like that. I want a manager that does that. Yeah. But I also think that the best thing that he can do right now, because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. The best thing he can do right now, help the guys to be better. Hmm. And that's why I think keeping Reed in that game, uh, the circumstances are hard, but keeping Reed in that game helps Reed to be better. Are you saying that Phil Nevin should read the room? Hey-oh! <laughs> Sorry, I, that's all we have left, everybody. It is we, good. We yeah, just have that, puns We're hanging and jokes. on. We're, we're grabbing at straws. <laughs> Until we win, this is what you get. <laughs> Listen, we know that Joe is gone, but it wasn't all his fault, right? Yeah. And so there are other people that are responsible. And so John and I are going to take a moment to hold them responsible right now, okay? So, John, let's let's talk about the greatest of all times, uh, the GOATs. <laughs> the two Trout goats. and Otani. Do you want to start yeah. us here? Sure, yeah. So these guys had just had a horrible stretch. And obviously, when they're not doing well... The Angels are not going to be doing well. And that was no more evident than during this losing streak. And and then just as Trout started to turn a corner and hit a double and a home run in the game the other night, he hurts his, his groin, groin yeah. strains. It's yeah. like, how unlucky can we get? But aside from that, you could see that Trout was really pressing. He wasn't catching up to the fastball. He was swinging late. And you know that he's frustrated because he feels like the guy that's got to be the one to get the team through this. I, I often say, like, if if you're the leader, but you're struggling, how, as a leader, can you inspire others to be better? And I think when your leader is struggling, the whole team is going to struggle. And so just at the plate, he looked he looked not lost. He just looked behind and his timing was off. It was like a mechanical issue for Mike Trout that he really had to fix and hopefully this groin strain doesn't set him back because it really looked like he was starting to turn it around and then then you got to go to Shohei and I really just wish that somebody would explain to Shohei that he doesn't need to be a home run hitter every single at bat thank you (laughs) (laughs) 
he is so good at hitting the opposite way. And honestly, Mike, when he has an effortless swing, when he's not swinging super hard, sometimes you're surprised at some of those home runs that he hits the opposite way. It doesn't look like he like hit them very hard because he's so effortless. Yeah. And I it, it goes to show that when he's not pressing and when he's not trying to crush the ball, look, he's got the strength. He doesn't need the momentum and the hard swing. He just has the inherent strength to hit things hard. Yeah. And he doesn't necessarily have to swing hard. He just has to stick to his guns, stick to his mechanics, and and connect. And when he does connect, something good will happen. So I would like to see, see Shohei connect more with the ball rather than trying to swing for the fences. And honestly, it probably comes down to him in the same position. He's pressing too. We saw that at the second half of the season when he was kind of the only one worth watching in the second half of 2021. And you saw his batting average go down because he was the one that had to be the hero in each game. He was the one who was generating offense. And that's a lot of pressure for one guy. And I know we still had like Jared Walsh and everything in that lineup too, but when it comes to Otani, you can see the effects of having to be the guy. And you and I predicted before the season that he would have a better batting average because of the protection around him in the lineup. And I think that if he can trust that protection a little bit more, granted, that's when Rendon is back. That's when Ward is back. That's when Trout is back. <laughs> yeah. if, if he has that protection around him, I think he needs to trust in that. A little bit more. Now, you mentioned how they were struggling offensively. The whole lineup has been struggling Mm -hmm. offensively. Mm -hmm. Like, the timely hitting has stopped. The hero ball has started. And you've mentioned that with Otani. But also, like, with Velasquez. He's hitting hitting everything in the air. Yeah. And he shouldn't. He shouldn't hit everything in the air. And That's not him. And the thing that really has stopped is what good teams do. You saw it with the Yankees. You even saw it with... Uh, like the Blue Jays, when we played the Blue Jays, situational mm-hmm. hitting, moving yeah. a runner over, pulling the ball down to first so that runner at second goes to third, right? And then right. bunting. And I just don't know why. If, if you're in an ofer, guess what? Lay down a bunt where they're not. <laughs> it it, it I, counts I don't know, as a hit. <laughs> I don't know if there's an ego in the game. I've never been a major league ball player. I will never be a major league ball player. But come on, you got to you gotta do something there. When they're shifting on you, yeah. just start pushing it in the, in the opposite direction because you need base runners you're not scoring any runs, and that, if I'm the manager, that's what I'm saying. If I'm the hitting coach, that's what I'm saying to my players right now is, listen, forget everything that you're trying to do. Forget the little card that you have in your back pocket or in your hat, and mm-hmm. start focusing on where are they at, and just stop hitting stop hitting where they're at, and start hitting where they're not. Yeah, fundamental. <laughs> Basic Easy, baseball. Right? Easy. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah, <laughs> for us. <laughs> well, then you, you talk about like just not the offense, but the but the pitchers. You know, they yeah. they really started struggling, and I know that they were removed early. But the reason why they're removed early, John, is first pitch strikes. The, yeah, I can't I can't even count how many games they started one zero instead of o one. That right. first pitch strike, and I shared a stat a couple of uh, episodes ago. It changes the OPS for the team by like four hundred percent. Right. If you get a first pitch strike, it was around 400. If you get a first pitch ball, their OPS is around 800. So this is the thing that has really caused us to struggle is that first pitch strike. And you're not going to get yanked from a game if you're throwing strikes and you're actually getting, getting pitchers, getting hitters to hit your pitches that are not actually in the zone. I mean, you got to stop throwing the ball in the zone, especially when you're 
when you're up 0-2, right? Right. And I think the bullpen is a, another problem because the bullpen could have easily helped this Angel team yeah. be four and ten or five and nine instead of zero and fourteen, right? right. Because <laughs> their pitch location yeah. was awful. It was yeah. really awful. Yeah, absolutely. I think we we talk about Joe Madden. Look, we we were glad that this happened, but you're right. It's a it's a team effort at the end of the day, and I think it's important to point out the flaws that this team had. At the same time. I think with Joe Madden, like you've you've got to do something on your end as the manager to shake things up. But does some of the responsibility fall on Matt Wise and Jeremy Reed in this situation? Because you're right. If these guys aren't getting first pitch strikes, where's Matt Wise to tell them, hey, get that first pitch strike? If if these guys aren't getting hits or laying down bunts, where's Jeremy Reed to tell them, hey, forget everything that you th- that you think you're trying to do and and do something else, right? I, I just want to know if if those guys are responsible too. What do you think? I 100% agree, and you just actually sparked a thought. You know why fans are so mad? Why fans are so frustrated? Who have we heard from besides our manager? And yeah. I get that the manager is the one that should be talking. I, mm-hmm. I, I get that. He should be the voice, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. However, I would really love to hear from Jeremy Reed. And I would Mm -hmm. really love to hear from Matt Wise. Now, maybe they don't want to talk to the media, and they have that right. I would really love to hear Mike Trout's really open-ended thoughts. I don't think his thoughts of, man, it's tough. I don't think that that's (laughs) exactly what he thinks, right? No, he has learned to be diplomatic all throughout this Angels tenure. And I know he's not wanting to cause drama, and and part of the culture might be that they're going to, you know, publicly praise, privately critique, right? And that's a great Mm -hmm. thing. However, I, we have all of these questions and we have all of these concerns and we're wondering what's happening. And are they accountable to us? I, I, some fans would probably say no and some fans would probably say yes because we're mm-hmm. paying our good money. But I would love to hear about what they're trying to do and if they can give us those thoughts, if they can give us that perspective, it would. I think it'd be a little bit more helpful for us to process like yeah. what's happening here because when Joe was giving his press conferences, hey, their prep is good and they're doing what they need to do and they're doing this. And then we hear that they weren't having batting practice. Right, so, right. It's, it's what is their prep? What yeah. are they doing that they need to do? Those right. are the things that we would be interested in knowing. Absolutely. So bottom line here is that even though Joe Madden was the one who lost his job here, the end of the day it does come down to the performance on the field and those are the players those are the coaches that's the prep that goes into everything it's a team effort and unfortunately it costs Joe Madden his job again I think that somebody who makes decisions for this team game to game minute to minute decisions I think that Joe kind of ran his course and that's obviously we've talked about how frustrated we've been with him over the last few weeks but at the end of the day this is what cost him his job. It's a team effort, and those are some of the struggles that caused this situation. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day in amongst this 14-game losing streak. John and I really appreciate you. We need you. We need you to help us to stay positive, and we know that you need us to do the same. This is your first listen. Make your second listen to Locked On MLB podcast with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan. He would invite you to call him Soli. In fact, John was on the show this week and 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 Paul did say, call me Soli. I'm begging you, call me Soli. <laughs> he brings his humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and shares the biggest stories from around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.
I didn't tell you, but I have a surprise for you, Mike, and our listeners. So be sure that you're following us on Twitter at Locked On Angels, and also be sure you're following at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram because we are having a giveaway this what? weekend. We yes, are. We are going to have new City Connect stickers. So we are going to be giving those away on Twitter and Instagram. So make sure you follow us. Get tuned in and stick around for how you can win the Nike City Connect Angels stickers. Hey, tomorrow on Locked On Angels, seems like the Mets fans just got a lot of hate for Thor. They do. So what up with that? Right? What up with that? What's going on? So John and I are going to talk about that tomorrow on Locked On Angels. Until tomorrow, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow on Locked On Angels.